a supreme overlord. No, shh. Um, yeah, no, up. there's another guy that runs, and he wears a boot on his head. No. And he, he, he runs for president every single time, um, and he, he runs off of the platform of the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Then maybe. Um, and the person that I'm talking about, just so that people don't think that I'm crazy, sure. uh, is Vermin Supreme. Um, oh, and he wears a boot. I'm, I have his Wikipedia page right up here. That is Verm- a guy. Vermin Supreme. He wears a boot on his head, and he always talks about the zombie apocalypse when he runs for president. I wonder how much. Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a casual podcast about viewing the world through the lenses of the Bible. We release a fresh podcast every week. And before we get started, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Three, two, one. Come, come on, on, man. man. <laughs> come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Biblical Lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the podcast where we talk about things uh, from a biblical perspective or try to look at life through the lens of the Bible. Lens. Yep. This is going to be a tricky one, though, because this is very this is almost like less of a, a normal episode and more of a just a commentary of the current situation. But I think from our viewpoint, we've always tried to say, let's take a look at what's going on right now in our world like from a from a lens of the bible where i think it gets gray as a lot of people would say does this particular instance or situation right. need to be in the bible at all do we need to be talking about this from a christian perspective or should we be completely disassociated from it right and if you don't know what we're talking about mm-hmm. from the title or from our little intro there we're talking about the 2020 election come on man come on man cuz it's still happening man and mm-hmm. uh it's you know this is okay Okay, listen. Hey. There's people out there who might listen to this podcast. We don't have very many listeners. No. But some of them might have bo- voted for one candidate. Some of them might have voted for another. Uh, I know for a fact there are people that have voted for both. Okay. Great. And I guarantee you, somebody voted for Joe Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen? Joe Jorgensen? Joe Jorgensen. She got like 0.9% of the I votes, know. didn't she? You know what? She stole it from Trump. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, okay. there's going to be a lot of humor yeah. involved, and I hope that people yeah. understand that I'm not attacking either either their beliefs or the actual candidate. I'm going to attack all the things. <laughs> That's on, the thing. I'm going to attack all the things yeah. on both sides of the aisle. You know why? Because I take a little bit of a George Carlin stance because I can. Yeah. I can. I like to be, just be the Joe the Joe Jorgensen and just be right right there in the middle. Right there in the stealing middle. Stealing from both, yeah. you know? Who was the other guy a, from the Green Kanye? Party? Oh, no. Kanye. I, he was I don't right know. in. No, hey, nobody knows the Green Party. It's just the Green Party. But there was a fourth candidate yeah. and it got like point zero 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 two percent well and then there's there's always the uh there's always the other candidate i forget who he um what his name is uh but it's like something like a supreme overlord no um yeah no there's another guy that runs and he wears a boot on his head no he he runs for president every single time um and he he runs off of the platform of the zombie apocalypse you stop it i i am telling you i'm looking it up right now that's why we're talking about we're talking about Howie Hawkins okay. of the Green Party got 0.2%. And this is, you know what? When you like, when I like laugh at, mm-hmm. at this or the yeah. other like uh, alternative parties and candidates, he got 367,000 votes. Mm. Now, here's my question I have a YouTube channel. Yeah. And I have about 150,000 subscribers. Yep. If I pumped it real hard, how many votes could I get? If I ran in 2024, do you think hey. I could get more than Howie Hawkins or more? Joe Jorgensen got 1,781,000. Yeah. 
I mean, you could get That's nothing to spit at. I mean, here's the thing, though. You have to get them across across the U.S. I think that you could get like a social media influencer. But then again, I don't. I don't. Because look at Kanye. Mm. Kanye ran. He got the least amount of votes out of everybody. Now, well, granted, he didn't do the correct process. So I think if you went through the correct process to be a yeah. political uh, front runner, mm-hmm. then maybe. Um, and the person that I'm talking about, just so that people don't think that I'm crazy, sure. uh, is Vermin Supreme. No, um, and he wears a boot. I'm, I have his Wikipedia page right up here. That is Verm, guy. Vermin Supreme. He wears a boot on his head and he always talks about the zombie apocalypse when he runs for president. I wonder how much uh, money he spends on his campaign. Oh, every, probably every zero. Probably zero. Yeah. Um, okay. So we are at a, 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 a situation mm-hmm. it, where we don't currently have, well, debatable on whether or not you believe the media outlets, yeah. but we don't currently have some people would say a, a president elect. Yeah. Right. That's true. If you Google it right now, it'll say Joe Biden's got 290 and Donald Trump's got 214. Yeah. And Donald Trump is contesting Mm -hmm. a lot of states. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Rudy Giuliani came out the other day with some passive aggressiveness there. He was like, who called it? Yeah. And somebody was like, the the networks. He goes, oh, the networks. Oh, Oh, the the networks. networks. (laughs) I forgot that that we don't have rule of law in this country, which, listen, I don't care what side you're on. That was funny. Hey. That was a funny moment. It's funny. And you know what's even funnier is like, um, so right now and let's be let's be honest okay if the the roles were reversed uh-huh. and it came out and president trump just smashed biden sure um they like republicans would be saying why don't you just believe in the you know in the in the duly you know the duly elect process or whatever and democrats would be saying hey the, the race hasn't been called yet biden can oh, sure. still win so it's like there's this flip-flopping and i recognize that yeah but what i do also recognize is once again we have a process mm-hmm. and until that process comes out and says it is finalized like we have finished right. the process which right. could take until December 14th that's true which is what happened with Al Gore and George and Bush George Bush it's like but until it happens we can't just come out and say oh yeah I'm gonna believe the media that also said that Biden was gonna win by 500 points well, here's my thing as a Christian not to try to get too biblical too spiritual too soon but as a Christian here's why I actually I think I was stressing out a lot before the election mm-hmm. and here's why I'm not when I feel like a lot of people are more stressed out than ever. Yeah. I'm not stressed out right now because I think I've just like not to sound too spiritual. Mm-hmm. I think I've just realized like it's in God's hands. Yeah. Like God's not caught off guard by this. Mm-hmm. God's not wondering what's going on in Pennsylvania or Michigan. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like you know what? At the end of the day, like as a Christian, I can vote for a certain candidate mm-hmm. and then I can go and if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. And that's it. And yeah. so now I can poke fun. Now I can have fun on either side of the aisle. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing too, is like, um, I think my thing that always gives me anxiety is just the, is just the, I would say fear, but I'd say more like anxiety of the unknown. Mm. So I just want to know. And as soon as I woke up, it was like, what was it? Four or five days later. Yeah. And the media had come out and said, Joe, Bri- Joe Biden's the president elect. Yeah. It was just, I felt that anxiety go, okay, now you know. Like mm-hmm. now you know that the worst case scenario, not worst case scenario, that sounds bad, but like now you know that it's like, pretty dramatic. Yeah, when like you say that. Well, it it is, but like like let's. I I think I would say that I'm more of a like right center kind of person, mm-hmm. and so when the candidate that I would say okay, I more align with you doesn't get chosen, it's not necessarily that I'm like 
oh my goodness, I'm going to die. Like all my freedoms are be taken away. It's just more like, okay, now I know. Yeah. And I can start thinking for the future yeah. of, okay, what does this look like? Exactly. Yeah. I think, okay. So like there's the famous, there's all these famous like memes and stuff mm-hmm. that uh, people on the right like to post and have been posting for the last four years of people screaming at the sky, mm-hmm. like angry, yeah. short haired woman yelling at the world because Donald Trump won. And there's a there's most I haven't looked because I haven't been on social media like for a while, but there's most likely a bunch of Republicans right now who are oh, doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's the end of the world to mm-hmm. them. And yeah. that's stupid to yeah. me. Like here's here. If I'm going to be really honest, I I voted for Donald Trump mm-hmm. this election cycle and I voted for Donald Trump in the previous election cycle. Wow. I'm a Republican. Wow. I'm a conservative. <sighs> You don't have to be a conservative if you're a Christian. You don't have to vote Republican, I suppose. Um, I mean, I can't believe you right oh, now. Oh, sh- shut up. I don't want to hear that I can't from believe you. you. You stop it right now. <laughs> Sitting over there looking the way you look right now. <laughs> Nolan came into this podcast wearing a MAGA hat. I'm, hey, can I just clarify really quickly? Yeah. I got it. And I want to make sure that our viewers don't understand. Yeah. That I'm I'm a racist. I got it because I thought this is a nice memento for one of the most turbulent times of my life. Ah, like true. I've had more anxiety and just crazy, like wild. Like just 2020 in general has been a wild ride for me. Yeah, and I saw it and I was like, I think this is the the one memento that I will ever have. And I don't wear it out in public because okay. I don't want people to. To I don't want to lose my witness, so I don't want yeah. somebody to see me and say, "Oh, he supports this. He's this. He's that." Like I'm not one of those people that's like that. Yeah. I just thought it was a nice memento. And then sure. when I heard we were doing a political podcast, I was like, Gotta "Well, this would be hat. fun, you know? Right. Like this would just be a funny." It's got to be the same so. rationale for the five foot flag that you draped over my okay. couch that you're sitting on right now. Hey, <laughs> look. <laughs> Once so, again, listen, it was a bargain before deal. Before the podcast and started, I got both. you said. Before the podcast started, you said you probably don't, you probably won't say anything about the flag mm-hmm. that I'm sitting on. I was like, of course not. Yeah. But I absolutely lied hey, to you. I you love had it. to know going into this. I love it. It I was, was a bargain deal about your flag. It was a bargain deal. I'm not going to wave it out for outside my outside my house, like sure. out of pride. No, I'm going to keep it locked in a closet, like somewhere very low key, yeah. so that nobody ever thinks that I'm a terrible person. It's good, but okay. It's Anyways, good. sorry. Anyways, back to it. Yeah, I, I voted. I voted for, I don't even remember what we were saying, but I voted for Donald Trump last time mm-hmm. and I didn't want to. And then I voted for Donald Trump this time and I wanted to, Okay, but I, I, I feel like, uh, I can't remember where I was going with it, but I will say this. Um, I feel like it's not the end of the world. Like, and Oh, that's where I was going. Um, mm-hmm. I voted for Donald Trump last time and I like some of the policies put, mm-hmm. he put in place. I'm happy with some of those policies. Yeah. Am I frustrated that he has a Twitter account? Yes. I'm very frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Am yeah. I frustrated that he shoots off at the mouth mm-hmm. and doesn't know how to take a critique without slamming people back? Of course I'm upset yeah. at that. Yeah. If he was my neighbor, would I invite him over to a barbecue? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. I wouldn't want him anywhere near yeah. my wife and my children. Mm-hmm. But was I happy with some of the policies? Sure. Mm-hmm. Can both things be true at the same time? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think that Donald Trump drastically changed the country mm-hmm. in such a in su- such an insane way yeah. that it's such a remarkably different country yeah. than it was before. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Joe Biden's going to be able to change exactly. the country so yeah. much in four years. You know why? Because our government, our our founding fathers created this government mm-hmm. and this structure and this system and put it in place so that there couldn't be one ruler, one king so to speak yeah. that would just be able to shift and change mm-hmm. everything 
Yep. There's rule of law. Yeah. And there's checks and balances mm-hmm. put in place. And so, okay, if Joe Biden is going to be the new president-elect and he's going to become the president, fine. He still has to deal with the Senate mm-hmm. and a House of Representatives. Yep. He still has to, we, we still, have, still have to worry about local government. Yeah. Like, so p- people just trip. People yeah. lose their stinking minds. Well, and, and here's the other thing too, is like, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of Republicans say this, which is like, oh, well, like we still maintain, well, at least for now, we still maintain the control of the Senate. For so now. we have a checks and balances. But like yep. you think like, even if there was a sweep of Democratic, uh, um, um, I don't know what you call them, but congressmen, senators, okay. like, yep. like let's say they sweep everything and you're still going to have local governments that can say like, like Texas is like, if there's any policy that Texas doesn't agree with, you're going to have the local governor come out and say like, okay, we're going to do this and you're going to have state legislation. So if, as long as you're in Texas, you have these kind of protections. Yeah. And it's like you, you have local governments that can override certain federal like policies as long as they, as long as they can, you know, provide legislation for it. So it's like, like America's not going to burn down, you know? Right. And that's know. what I'm trying to like, let my, let my friends know that are super, I have some friends that are super Republican and they're like, like, we're going to like, we're going to die. And this is the antichrist. It's like, you said that about said Obama, that about like, Obama. and you're a little crazy. Right. So, you know, but it's like, it's just one of those things. It's like, you know, Joe Biden's not like, he's not going to like destroy. And his, his heart isn't to destroy America and tear them down. It's like, right. you know, so, well, I mean, his heart's not very strong just to, well, Hey, Listen, Look here. I don't know if Trump's is either. Well, I he mean, was on, I think he might have been on some sort of stimulant. He was on bull shark like testosterone for bull sure. Bull shark testosterone for sure. I think he needs to make a recommendation and get old Joe on that because I'm yeah. a little. Listen, I, if Joe Biden was my neighbor, I'd have more for barbecue. Oh, man. I'd have more for barbecue. He's, We'd hang yeah. out. We would. We talk yeah. shop. We talk life. Of course. But he is. I am pretty sure. Correct me if I'm wrong. Fact check me. I think he might be the oldest president elect oh, in history. Is yeah, seventy eight. Yes, yep. It's very. And here's the deal, though. He's kind of. And again, if he's the president, man, I'm gonna pray for him. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm of gonna like. I'm gonna do everything in my yeah. power to be thankful that God's put him in place, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do all that, right? But I do have to be realistic. I am a little concerned mm-hmm. at his deterioration. Yeah, and. I watched uh, his speech the other mm-hmm. night. Did you yeah. watch his speech the other night where he, uh, he was like no. in front of a bunch of cars and stuff like that? I watched it. It was like his, I think it was kind of supposed to be his victory speech, but boy, it hurt my heart. It's just like mm-hmm. he couldn't, he, he had trouble stringing a lot of sentences yeah. together. And, and I'm not saying I'm perfect at stringing mm-hmm. sentences together yeah. by any means, but it was rugged. Well, here's the thing is like, uh, and this is where I think we can kind of take a bit of a biblical truth and, and apply it to the situation. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of Republicans really jump onto his deterioration okay. and make fun of him. And, I'm not making fun of him. No, no, no. I know. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You're yeah. not. What I'm saying is I've seen a lot of people from the Republican side who claim to be Christians, who sure. claim to be you know, Bible followers, get on and start mocking and making fun of. And it's like, is that how you think that God would treat any one of his exactly. children? Exactly. No. That's a very No. Good point. And so why should we get on and say, oh, look at this oaf. Look at this idiot. Look at this dementia ridden, you know, person. It's like, we should have that kind of heart where it's like, right. man, like, man, that really is. And it's not like sad in a pathetic way. It's sad in a way of like, I I hurt for you. Like sure. I want the best for you. I, I would never wish anybody to have dementia. Right. And so why am I all of a sudden saying, Oh, look at this idiot over here right. on the stage. Like, and 
quite honestly, I mean, like if if whatever happens happens, like the reason why the Democratic Party went with Kamala Harris is because she's young. She's you know very much like a party you know person. Like she basically a party with, person. Like not no not party like person. That, like somebody that aligns with the Democratic Party very oh, okay. very heavily. Gotcha. Right. Like she's not middle of the aisle. She's very much like very I am a Democrat. Very right? liberal. And yeah. so it's like and then too she checks off of you know other other certain boxes. So it's like you know. That's the reason why they chose her to show, hey, if anything ever uh, happens I'm to sorry. Biden. Maybe she's in a strong, intelligent, independent woman. And that's role. what I'm saying. That's the reason why if Biden ever decides to kick the bucket, Ooh. then, hey, we have this very, you know, strong. And, and like, let's be let's be honest here. Let's be honest. Bush did the same thing with Cheney. Holy cow. We, people will always make fun of Bush for being this just oaf of a president and then they said oh cheney's running the scene like running the running the you know show behind the scenes mm-hmm. it's i feel like and obviously what what do i know i graduated you know a, a four-year college after six years sure so i'm not really smart anyways well, don't put yourself down but i really do think that kamala harris is going to be making a lot of the decisions within that administration yeah and i think i think even democrats know that like democrats have always said i'm not voting for joe biden for joe biden i'm voting for joe biden for kamala harris wow that's insane um okay so here's 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 my question like i think there's as Christians mm-hmm. and as Christians who we are, both of us, we have some sort of um, shepherding position, like whether it's our families or our friends mm-hmm. or neighborhoods, you know, people at church, whatever. How do we console people and how do we encourage them to um, have faith and not be discouraged mm-hmm. and to love people who are across the aisle? Because here's the I, okay, so I don't. You didn't listen to it, but Joe's Joe Biden's speech the other night was had a lot to do with unity and mm-hmm. healing the nation. Now you might say, and this is not against him, but mm-hmm. it's against any politician. It's the same thing that happened with Donald Trump and uh, and Ted Cruz yeah. in the last race. Yeah, like they just tore each other to shreds. Mm-hmm. And as soon as like Donald Trump was the nominee for the Republican Party, yeah. Ted Cruz was like. I like Donald Trump. Yep. Donald Trump's a great man. And I'm like, shut Phenomenal up. Phenomenal Ted Cruz you, impression. Thank you yeah. very much. Shut up, you politician. Yeah. But it's the same thing now, right? Like, like Joe Biden just tore Donald Trump to shreds. He mm-hmm. just called him all sorts of names. And then after the fact, when he thinks he's won, he says, hey, we need healing. We need unity. And it's yeah. like, listen, this is a little bit hypocritical. Yeah. It's a little bit hypocritical, mm-hmm. but you can put that aside. How do we encourage people to bypass all of that quote unquote hypocrisy and say, I'm going to love you anyways. I'm going to pray for you as, yeah. a, as a president. I'm going to pray for you as a leader. Um, how do we do that? Like, how do we encourage people just to honor the rulers and authorities that God's put in charge over us? Yeah. I mean, I think like, that's just, it's, it goes back to one, like biblical teaching, right? Okay. Where, like you said, you should pray for, and you know, um, like, like, yeah, just basically just pray for the, you know, rulers that are over you because God does put in place the rulers of this world. He sure. raises up rulers, tears down rulers, right? Yeah. Um, but I think like two, 
you should realize like that they are human beings just like you. Very true. Right. And so it's like <clears throat> in need I of think, grace. I think that it's too easy for us, especially in our in our modern day culture, to kind of like make this bond villain out of somebody and be Ooh. like, oh, he's just the super powerful man and all he wants is to see the world like descend to the sun. It's like no human being in, in the world wants that. Mm. Like they don't want to just destroy some sort of like Kim Jong-un, maybe. Maybe. Well. But then again, I mean, right. He, he, we're not going to go into that. But That's like, okay. the main thing is, it's just like, like, I don't think that Joe Biden has these evil plans to destroy America. I think that he thinks, hey, I have this plan that will that will benefit millions of Americans. Mm. And then you have another side that says, well, I think that that's going to have flaws here and there. And let me poke holes in that. And as you continue to do that on both sides, you refine a plan for the world. Do you think, I think what you're talking about right now is a really great point. And it seems like you're talking about having honest discourse with room for discomfort, yeah. right? Like, hey, I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me, mm-hmm. right? You voted red. I voted blue, yeah. yada, yada, yada. But can we at least sit down and listen and ha- believe that each of us have the best of intentions yeah. with our thought process and the way mm-hmm. that we think about solving problems? Because yeah. that's really, isn't that like what we're talking about? Yeah. Is two groups of people, two sides of an aisle, all thinking they're solving the same problem with the best of intentions and their way is the better way mm-hmm. to do it, right? Yeah. But in so many other cases, like, you know, if you are... I don't know, chopping down a tree or building a house or designing a website. It's like there's lots of different ways to skin a cat, isn't there? That's like the old saying. Yeah. So it's like, but we sit down and we say, ah, the things you're saying there are interesting. Mm -hmm. But here's why I think this thing. Yeah. Do you think that we've been really, when we hear the word word polarized all Mm -hmm. the time lately. Yeah. But do you think like a big part of that polarization is... We've all gotten really comfortable like in our echo chambers and mm-hmm. just say my way is the only way. Yeah. Like my party's way of thinking is the only way. Mm-hmm. Therefore, 50% of the country are evil, bad, no good Ooh, people. Yeah. 50% of the country are racist, evil, mm-hmm. sexist, misogynistic, homophobic people. Yeah. Or the other side of the aisle would say 50% of the country are liberal, crazy, insane, rioting, yeah. angry, bitter, vengeful, progressive yeah. people. Like they just want to kill babies. They want to kill like, yeah, babies like, and they don't care about the sanctity of human life. Yeah. And it's like, or maybe they actually see some value mm-hmm. in the policies and the way that their candidates are thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's very easy to caricaturize the other side. Exactly. How do we get people to stop doing that? Hey, man, that's a that's, that's a question. That's another day. podcast in itself. Holy like, cow! So I'm coming off of, and you've watched this uh, too. The social the social dilemma. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm like three hours. I just watched it like three hours ago, so gotcha. I'm very fresh in my mind. Yeah. Um, but they did mention like because we have these like we because we have phones in front of our faces every single day and we are creatures of community so we want to be a part of a certain community of people it's easy like when we pick up our phone and we log into facebook which most of us do probably five hours a day um and then they they make these algorithms where it's like hey you're a part of this community so you might also like the MAGA community, you might like the Proud Boys community, you might like the this, or or you're part of the Democratic community, so therefore you're going to like BLM, hey, here's Antifa, here's this, and it's like you become, you get addicted, not addicted, but you get basically entrapped into communities that are further and further away from itself. It's like 
essentially starting, you might be middle of the line, right? right? But as soon as you make one sort of decision on social media, then next thing you know, you're a rabbit hole and you're four, you're four hours deep into this like super right wing or left wing group. And then it's hard to get out of because it start it it slowly confirms little mm. things that you've thought all along, and it doesn't give you the other side of the coin. And the reason why I think it's important for us to say, "Hey, let me not like let me take everything with a grain of salt." Yeah, and say I don't want to just believe something just because I agree with it. Let me go out and ask somebody else. The most beneficial thing that I've ever had done in my life is go to my coworkers who largely disagree with what I believe sure. in, and say, "What do you think about this?" Like, what are your viewpoints on, you know, whatever, Donald Trump? And they will say, well, I think X, Y, and Z. And I say, okay, I disagree with that. And it's hard. I get a lot of, like, not anger, but mm-hmm. just like, well, I disagree with you. And then I'm like, well, that hurts right. me. And so it's like, and but through dialogue, through discussion, we work things out. It's interesting because, like, I feel like what you're talking about social media or, like, a lot of the way that culture works now is mm-hmm. we've taken away the ability or the freedom to accept nuance. Yeah. Right. Like nuance to me is you just characterize everybody into two big buckets. Yeah. And when nuance is mixed in with echo chambers and this read like constantly reconfirming your thought process and your bias, Mm -hmm. like all of a sudden it's very easy to go, well, you're just a no good, bad person versus Hey, you're probably like, you know, you work a job, you have children you love, like mm-hmm. you love, you, you you go to church, you serve the community around you. Like you're probably a pretty decent, upstanding yeah. person. You just have different thoughts because of life experiences or things that have happened to you mm-hmm. or things that you're really passionate about. And so that's why you vote the way that you do. Yeah. But we've lost this idea of nuance, like of niching, like into these different areas of our life. And I feel like, God is a God of nuance. Like Mm -hmm. for instance, like we have a God who said, Hey, like, like I'm coming to the nation of Israel, but there are sheep who are not of this fold who who I will call, they will hear my voice and they will become Mm -hmm. part of this fold. Right. And the Gentiles are allowed Mm -hmm. in, right. They're given salvation through Jesus. Yeah. But you're also talking about a God, Jesus Christ, who said, Hey, listen, I will invite disciples into my circle mm-hmm. from all walks of life, yeah. right? Uh, uh, women of ill repute, tax collectors mm-hmm. who are hated, fishermen who are considered dumb and stupid, like uh, like everybody can mm-hmm. come, yeah. right? Don't like, and, and we. I feel like we have a God who understands and is willing to work with and walk in each and every one of our nuances. Mm-hmm. There are some basics there though. There yeah. are some foundational principles where he's like, listen, like, I need you to love me mm-hmm. and allow me to love you. Yeah. There's some foundational principles here. But if you come to me and say, I have a doubt here, mm-hmm. God's not going to cast you out. Yeah. God's not going to say, how dare you not vote the way I vote? Mm-hmm. God doesn't put people in big buckets. Mm-hmm. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And just go, that's the bucket you're in. Yeah. He hears our nuances. He hears our thoughts. And if we want to be a good representation of Christ, I think we need to start listening and looking for the nuance in people, yeah. respecting it, finding it, and and really encouraging people that mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. Well, and I think like too the the main thing 
that I have thought about lately because I mean, when I started voting, uh, at the age of 18, um, it was, I just thought like, well, if you're a Christian, you vote conservative, like you vote Republican, you know, sure. Ooh, that's and an interesting topic. I didn't, I did not, I did not think that my Christian friends voted, you know, uh, democratic. Right. I was like, you're a Christian. You does that vote, but that's because you vote I red up, because of the red blood of Jesus. It, exactly. Right. Amen. Hey, Brother, hey, you're speaking hey, my language right well, now. Calm down, bro. But here's the thing. Like, so I grew up in Indiana. My experiences have largely been in a state that, I mean, the first state that was called, I think, was Indiana. Sure. And what do they get called for? Republican. They were just like, you're from Indiana, you're voting Republican. That's sure. it. And so it's like, for me, that's the society that I grew up in. What I think is a beautiful testament to what the Bible can do in certain people's lives. Right. And, and this isn't to get sure. like to mix Christianity with like political ties, but okay. like you grew up in California. Yes, like I did. by every aspect, your, like your background and upbringing should have been years of blue indoctrination should have been democratic. Right. Yes, it should. But like you, you had a change of heart. Your personality has changed through Jesus Christ. That doesn't necessarily mean that you can't be a, a Christian and be a be a democrat i'm not saying that but what i am saying is like i think jesus can't you're shaking your head at me with a <laughs> I'm very just disdain not, look no, no 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 like what i'm saying though is like like jesus can like give you a different perspective and completely change what your upbringing is it's true that being said i also have friends that I went through Bible college with, and this was a hard thing for me to really battle through, but I went through Bible college with, and I went through, you know, all of these like four years of, you know, teaching instruction on what it means to read the Bible. Mm -hmm. They voted Democrat. They voted for Joe Biden. And you know what? I am okay with that because I recognize that they're not out there saying, yeah, I want, I, you know, I, like every bad thing that, that, that the Democrats stand for, I stand for. Nobody it. votes for the bad thing. Exactly. But the thing is like, and, and we would attest to the same thing, right? You and I, we both voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. We did not vote for Donald Trump's Twitter account. Exactly. We did not vote for his bad character. Yeah. We did not vote for his inability to take a shot and not fire back. Yeah. We didn't vote for those things. Yeah. We voted for certain things we saw as valuable. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing with the other side. Yeah, but exactly. like just so often people can't identify that. People yeah. can't see that. Mm-hmm. It's just there's these blinders on. And and I tell you right now, oh, it's probably you were talking about social media earlier, but media in general is very, very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Which channel do you watch? Yeah. Do you watch CNN or do you watch Fox News? Mm-hmm. Right? When yeah. when you're when you're scrolling on Instagram, what accounts do you follow? Mm-hmm. Therefore, what accounts are suggested to you? Mm-hmm. It just you just head down a single path, and especially during that and during an election cycle, mm-hmm. during that year or so before the election, dude, it just gets intense. Yeah. Like I noticed like three years ago, like there was just a lot like advertisements for for t-shirts and yeah. for different stuff all over like social media. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like five weeks before the election, everything was a political advertisement yeah. about some evil politician yeah. out there. It'd be like, did you know that so-and-so mm-hmm. is taking away health care from babies? How dare they? How dare they? How dare, Vote for yeah. this person instead. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy cow. Yeah. So it's just, 
as you get closer to the election, mm-hmm. any election, it just gets incredibly intense. Yeah. And you have to, I feel like you have to, for your own safety as a Christian, keep those things at arm's distance mm-hmm. and really draw nearer to the Lord. And yeah. like and like really plunge yourself into the word of God more and say, this is where my comfort is. This is where my peace is. I'm going to do my research and do diligence over here. Yeah. And so I know who to vote for. But here is where I'm really dependent on yeah. the scriptures yeah. in, in the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's just like, but it just gets so intense. Yeah. Like, do you feel, you felt like that? Oh, yeah. As we got to that time? And here's the thing. It's like, I slowly started to realize. What's up, everybody? It's Nolan uh, here. Just letting you know that this is a two-part podcast. So I know that we normally do short form, but we thought that the election topic was a little bit more important and something that we would need to cover in a little bit of a longer form. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and split it up. So tune in next week uh, for part two of our podcast on elections. All right, see you guys later.